We're now joined by Reverend Emily Houlihan, who serves at Maple Avenue Ministries in Holland, Michigan. Emily, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Nathan. Uh, so to start, can you just give a little more about your context, your role, how long you've been there, the staff, and how kind of everything's looked with COVID? Yeah. Um, so my official title is the Pastor of Flourishing. Um, it's an associate type role with an executive twist. Um, and we have one full-time staff member. That's our lead pastor, Reverend Dr. Denise King Greer. And then, um, her husband, CJ is the minister of music. Um, my, my, myself and part-time associate. Um, we have a custodian, a accountant, and an administrative assistant. So we are a pretty small staff, but we are mighty. Um, Maple Ave is located in uh, the core city of Holland, in the West Core neighborhood. And um, we are a multi-ethnic, multicultural congregation. Um, our lead pastor is the first African-American woman to graduate from Western Theological Seminary in with her uh, Master's of Divinity and with her doctorate in ministry. And she's the first to serve as a, as a lead pastor in West Michigan. And so that gives us a unique context, especially within the Reform tradition. So, um, yeah, for COVID, uh, things are definitely different as they are everywhere. Uh, we have moved to a completely uh, online worship service. Um, it takes place on Facebook Live and then is uploaded to YouTube later and available on our website. Um, it involves worship being led either by our worship minister and a small team uh, that sometime include his own children. <laughs> Um, or other family units that are gifted in music and song. Um, try to keep the amount of people in the sanctuary on a Sunday morning limited. Um, so, yeah, just... So then that's live-streamed. Everyone's kind of there at once, and it's kind of a yeah. normal service, but empty pews kind of thing. Yep, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, it is. It's empty pews. Um, somewhat normal service and on Facebook Live. Okay. And then as pastor of flourishing, what does that entail? Like, what does that look like on a weekly basis if there is any sort of rhythm to it? Yeah. Um, it, it's a lot of different things. It's, it's everything from, I do some preaching and some congregational care to, um, some business fundraising, property, human resources type things to uh, a main chunk of my job is pouring into teams uh, and volunteers, um, committees, and helping anything that contributes to the flourishing of other people, the church, the community. Um, so, yeah. And you've been in that role about a year now? Yeah, okay. it's... Um, yeah, I celebrated a year at the beginning of May. Okay. So, mm -hmm. But you've been a part of Maple Ave for longer than that. Yeah, so. my family and I have been members here for five years okay. when we first moved to Holland. Great. 
Um, so I'm curious, worship has changed. You don't get the weekly touch points with people. Um, and if you've ever been to Maple, have a very lively conversation. So what does it look like to care, connect with the congregation when there's no physical touch points, when that yeah. interaction's not happening? Yeah. Um, it is definitely, it's especially hard for everyone, but I, at Maple Ave, it has been difficult to not be together. One of the mantras that we say all the time is we are together, always together. Mm -hmm. And so what does it look like to be together, always together when we are apart? Um, that's been something we've been wrestling through. Um, we have divided the congregation up amongst the elders and deacons so that hopefully each person that we have contact information for is being reached out to a couple times here and there by our leadership team. Um, we are also a congregation that is a lot is on Facebook a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I know that, um, Members are connecting with other members over Facebook and, and with pastors and, and leadership. Uh, we recently started a Zoom coffee hour or, you know, fellowship time mm -hmm. before the Facebook Live service. And so that has been kind of a touch point. Um, yeah, I, that's, yeah. <laughs> there are others, but those are the ones that come to mind. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious, um, with all the ministry and mission that Maple Ave does in the community, what has that looked like? How has that had to have things be canceled, have things changed, added um, with everything right now? Yeah. Um, you know, there are some things that have had to be canceled and, and rethought. We have been a site for the Holland Public Schools food distribution um, which has allowed for some, some touch points with the community and, uh, some service there. We've tried to maintain other parts of what we do, but just do it virtually. Um, we have a, a scholarship that we do every year for black graduates hmm. in this area. And so, um, we're still pursuing, applications for that and and want to honor um, those black graduates with the two scholarships that we give out um, yeah yeah great i'm curious what has this looked like for sort of midweek gatherings or um small group bible studies are a lot of this trying to happen over zoom or some other video platform are they just not happening till we can meet again yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a mix. We are still hosting our weekly prayer meetings on Zoom <clears throat> and our weekly one of our weekly Bible studies on Zoom, but uh, pretty much all other activities have been just canceled. Okay. Have those have, has there been a technical side error with that, like people having problems? Uh, getting in or has it been pretty seamless for people being able to hop in at least as far as you know um yeah well um 
That's been fun. Actually, one of our oldest members, she just turned 89 last week, and she was married at Maple Ave. And so she has been around for a really long time and weathered a lot of storms, um, been through a lot of transition. She just got Facebook um, a few weeks ago so that she would be able to be with her church mm. community yeah. on Sunday mornings and, and be able to easily, more easily talk with them throughout the week. Um, so that's, that's just been, you know, one of the fun things. Yeah. Um, Cause now she comments on photos of my babies and, <laughs> you know, um, so dear Miss Betty, it's, it's fun. Um, but we've had a few technical difficulties. There was that one Sunday where everyone experienced trouble with zoom and that was the first week that we were trying to do our Zoom fellowship hour. So uh, that was a little disappointing. And of course, it was happening right before I was going to preach. And so <laughs> trying to prepare for the sermon and get Zoom coffee hour started and all that. But um, yeah, we were working on ways to help with the technological side of Sunday mornings. Um, we've got a great sound tech who knows what he's doing and has helped, um, facilitate better microphones that, you know, how to stream it, uh, better. And, and we're also, um, kind of jumping ahead. We're looking into doing drive-in services mm -hmm. for part of the summer, um, perhaps starting at starting in mid-June or July, and so we're looking into technology that would help us broadcast within our own parking lot, whether that be on the radio or via Wi-Fi mm -hmm. and, um, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so that sounds like one way of experimenting as we try to navigate the middle ground of maybe sort of gathering-ish um, are there other experiments or ideas of experimentation that y'all have had in terms of thinking about how to serve or worship in this? Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've been in a lot of conversation about, yeah, how, how to proceed. This isn't going to be over anytime soon. And, and so we're hoping to experiment with the drive-in service, but even that gets complicated. Not all of our members own cars um a lot of our members live in this neighborhood and would rather walk to church <laughs> during the summer um and yet how do we uh create a safe space a place to be healthy and um not all of our members have smartphones to be able to watch facebook live um or to be able to have a wi-fi connection here at church in the parking lot. And, um, so yeah, so just thinking through all those things as we experiment, um, let's see other things we're experimenting with. Um, we have launched, I think we're in our fifth week of an at home liturgy. Um, much of our congregation doesn't come from a super liturgical background, but we thought providing uh, families and individuals with a, a weekly practice might be helpful. Um, we call it to get um, at home together, something like that. Yeah. Um, 
and it's a practice of there's a scripture, a reflection, questions to ponder or have conversation around, a prayer, and then there's a few possible activities for kids or younger people or anybody really. Um, and there's also a piece of artwork that goes with it to inspire imagination around the topic. We're centering the liturgies around baptism and communion as practices, as sacraments that we are not able to practice during this time. Or for now, our church is not practicing communion online. Um, and we're just, we're taking this time to fast um, from the table. Mm. And yet, we want to continue to point each other back to the table and back to the font. And, and so with these liturgies, we've encouraged people to uh, take a bowl and a plate and a cup from their cupboards and set it aside hmm. and have that be something special. And then each week when they do the liturgy, to bring it out and and place it in front of them as they consider the scripture and the reflection and the questions. Uh, and sometimes it encourages them to have a piece of bread hmm. or some crackers on the plate um, or to pour water in the bowl and then to dip fingers in the bowl to remember baptism. Um, that's something we're experimenting. And and I know, you know some people are engaging in the practice, but um I look forward to talking to more of our congregants to see how they're receiving, receiving yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. Uh, so you've known this congregation for five years now, um, mm -hmm. served as a minister there for a year. What, though, maybe have you learned or surprised you, um, maybe a reminder or something you knew about the congregation during this time and how they've responded? Yeah, um, this congregation, as I mentioned earlier, one of our mantras is together, always together. And um, it has felt that, you know, we've been distanced from each other for so long, and, and that's really hard. Um, but I'm reminded constantly of... Um, the way these people love one another. Just this morning, I was I was here at church um, doing the food distribution uh, with Holland Public Schools, and we had a few leftover meals. And so I was driving around the neighborhood, passing out some, and and saw a few members of our congregation, and um, just the the excitement <laughs> to see one another, the love, the desire to hug and embrace. And um, there's a deep care um, for, for the family, as we call ourselves, the Maple Avenue Ministries family. Um, I've heard stories of, you know, people bringing groceries to others. We've, we've had countless babies born during this time. Um, mm -hmm. 
including my own, but even after mine, um, we've had at least like four or five babies. And so meals have still been brought to homes mm-hmm. and, um, and yeah, there's just, there's a lot of love still going around and that, that encourages me greatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so as you just mentioned, you recently had a child. What has this experience been like for you? I mean, two kids at home, one a newborn. What's it looked like to take care of yourself and your congregation with all of this going on? Yeah, um, it's been interesting because I had my baby boy three weeks before Michigan was um, given the stay-at-home orders. I think two or three weeks. And so um, I was on maternity leave when this all hit. And so there was this real struggle within me to be like, I need to, I need to be there. I need to care for the congregation. I need to be, um, you know, participating in the Sunday worship, even though everybody else isn't, but I want, I want people to know that I love them. And I also need to like care for my own self and my body and my child and my two year old. Um, and so for the first couple of weeks, it was a real struggle. Mm. Um, I actually ended up quote unquote going back to work a little bit early. Uh, just, I just started doing some things. Um, one for my, well, pretty much for myself because I, um, I wanted to be a part of it. And, Mm -hmm. and as I'm sure many parents out there know, like sometimes you just need a little space to get away from your children and to have something adult to do. Um, and I love my job. And so I wanted to enter back in a little bit earlier than I had, uh, scheduled. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a process to try to care for ourselves and for our children, um, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's fun to be home and, and have this time with them. Um, and it's also difficult. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious in finding rhythms of care. Um, what advice would you offer for other pastors, congregation members, um, anyone really about trying to stay healthy, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually during this time, um, rhythms, approaches, um, yeah, anything in that kind of sense. Yeah. Um, well, as you know, one of our daily rhythms that, uh, my husband started about, I don't know, two or three months ago now. Um, he, he's a, he's a high school math teacher. And so he was all of a sudden home and it was still cold out in Holland, Michigan. And he said, I need a reason to get out of the house every day. And I also want something to engage with friends in, even though we can't be together. So he reached out to a myriad of different people um, most of whom who didn't even know each other. And, um, and you and your lovely wife, Tori are a part of this group. Um, but every day there is a photo sent out uh, somewhere in Holland, um, like a, a selfie with 
some statue or in front of a mural or um, somewhere maybe noteworthy but not completely um, given away by by the background and then um, everybody else there's about 11 people I think or maybe seven or eight different families or individuals um, who are engaged in this, they run out into the community and try to find that place and take a selfie as well. And so we've had this text thread going for, I think, almost three months of um, people who don't know one another sending pictures around town. Um, and it's just, it's been a fun practice to just be in this sort of silly game with people um, that we don't get to be with physically in person and yet we're still playing this game and it's been fun for uh, Brad and I to connect all these people that we love who live in the same area most of whom live in the same neighborhood who who were not friends before and um, it's been fun we've celebrated births of children and birthdays and um, all, all sorts of things with these these people and um, that's one of the ways that we take care of ourselves. Plus, it gets us out of the house with our two kids. Even when it was cold, we'd wrap them up and put them in the stroller. And um, My two-year-old calls them our adventures, and she tells me that we go on our adventures to say cheese because on every adventure, we, we take a picture. So now she associates walks with adventures and taking pictures. And Yeah, it's been a, a good soul care practice. Yeah. Being able to connect with people and stay outside, yeah. Um, so I guess finally, just where can people go if they want to reach out to you, learn more about Maple Ave, uh, quote-unquote join the worship service? Uh, yeah, where, where would they be good to go for that? Yeah, um, you can like our Facebook page, Maple Avenue Ministries, or go to mapleave.org. Um, my contact information and the church's contact information is is on that website so okay yeah. great thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you nathan that will do it for today thanks for listening emily provided some places to learn more about the church and contact her to keep up with everything on Pastoring in a Pandemic, you can follow us on Twitter at Pastor in Pandemic. It's Pastor, the letter N, Pandemic. You can follow me at Nathan Longfield. Be sure to download, rate, and review the podcast. You can listen on our website or any other podcast platform. We'll be back soon to learn more about how other pastors are pastoring in a pandemic. Grace and peace. <laughs>